Welcome back to the JTCC podcast. I'm Nicole, and today I have JTCC's Director of High Performance, Coach Asaf Yamin, here to talk about the high performance mindset and mentality. Asaf is from Israel. Before coming to JTCC, he worked for the Israeli Tennis Federation for High Performance Players. He has trained top players at the highest level in Europe and USA. Asaf joined the JTCC team in 2014. Since then, he has been a key asset in mentoring JTCC players and their families through the high-performance journey. Asaf, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Nicole. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hope I can share some good information with you, and thanks for listening. So as the director of high-performance at JTCC, what are you looking for when searching for and evaluating high-performance talent? Okay, I'm, I'm actually looking at their eyes. For me, having the, the spark in the eyes means a lot. It means there's a lot of drive and passion and something special to work with and moving forward with. What are the most important high-performance players' attributes? I would say motivation, for sure. Passion mm-hmm. about the sport, being very passionate. Mm-hmm. The ability to problem-solve and think out of the box. Inner drive. You know, I see a lot of athletes that are being driven maybe from external resources, so I think the inner drive is really, really important. Discipline, of course, and willingness to get out of the comfort zone. It's super important, not, not to be too comfortable out there. So... This is kind of a heavy question, but what would you say are the technical, tactical, mental, emotional, and physical demands for future high-performance players? That's that's a great question. Um, (laughs) I believe the game is moving into a direction of an all-around players. Players are moving exceptionally well nowadays, so it forces players to have a very large toolbox or skill set, both technically and tactically. Um, The technique needs to be pretty clean, um, efficient, Tactically, players should be able to do almost everything from offense to defense, you know, moving forward. Mm -hmm. So pretty much cover all areas of of the tactics. Mental stamina is is a key factor, in my opinion. Being able to spend countless hours, you know, going through success, disappointment, you know, without losing enthusiasm, it's it's a huge thing in my book. You know, the windows are really important from a physical standpoint. I think the athletic base is, is really important to develop at a young age. I would say, in my opinion, maybe not to specify or specialize in one sport too early mm-hmm. to, to keep on growing the, the athletic base, doing few activities, playing soccer, swimming. I think they can all attribute down the road. Those are my observations. What age do you find that a lot of high-performance players start um, focusing on one sport? That, that's a big difference that I find in the U.S., Comparing to Europe, for instance, mm-hmm. I think that in the U.S. people are zooming into one sport a little bit early, mm-hmm. whereas in Europe there's a little bit more, I don't know if it's patience, but that they stick to more sports or more fields a little bit longer just to develop that athletic base that we talked about. Mm-hmm. I think that also the school structure is a little bit different where they, they are being exposed to more sports, so they do more activities. So on a, overall, it, it just de- develops the, the athletic base a little bit better in Europe. Okay. So last year you traveled to all of the Grand Slams with um, some of our JTCC players. What are the very best juniors in the world doing differently regarding their training and competition? I know you've kind of touched on that already a little bit. but Yeah, so I was very privileged and lucky to travel with our guys, actually to all four slams in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so started in Australia, moved to French Open, Wimbledon and US Open. I think, and it's really interesting, and that's something I was trying to preach and show the players a lot, it's not so much what they do. Nobody's, nobody has a nuclear secrets or anything out of this world. 
It's just how they do things. It's it's the way they approach. It's the mentality. I think on the court, you know, the things are very similar. It's again, it's the mindset. It's more of a growth mindset and understanding there is a process behind everything. I was I was mostly I would say that mostly the biggest difference would be at the gym and while mm-hmm. the players compete, I think that they have a goal for every single thing they do that they don't leave anything just you know for the luck's sake everything has a purpose and i think that i would say is the pretty big difference so like we just talked about europeans are dominating the atp and wta tours at the moment what are the key differences between um, the european and usa training culture and coaching philosophy a little twist on that last question yeah so being here almost four and a half years still i'm learning i'm i'm new to that huge environment um i could reflect just by experiencing kind of both and traveling a lot mm-hmm. I, I would say that in my book the main difference the main differences are the growth mindset i think that europeans tend to mature a little bit faster than the American kids, again, I can just base on my opinion. There's a little bit more belief and, and buying into the long-term process where I feel like sometimes there's a little bit less patience in the U.S. It is more common, you know, to stay with more sports and develop the athletic base, as we said, which I think takes a little bit pressure at the younger ages. I think in Europe, they don't they don't as much chase the rankings and the results at the younger age, which, again, allows the kids to develop a little bit better and think how they get better. Training-wise... And I think it's pretty clear the Europeans, most of them, they're growing up on clay. Mm. I think growing up on clay is, is a huge asset. Not only the Europeans, but so does the South Americans. And I think they, they represent a higher, the majority of the, if we look at the top 100 males, that's that's the biggest majority of the players. I think it's a huge advantage growing up on clay. From From a technical point of view, you have a little bit more time, so your strokes can be more clean. I think physically it's a little bit softer on the knees. You learn how to move a little bit better. From a tactical standpoint, you understand dimensions and, and the game styles, how to attack, how to defend, how to neutralize a little bit better. And from, of course, the mental state, you develop the mental stamina, the patience, the consistency, you know, the ability to to stay and grind. So I think it has a huge attribute to growing up on clay. And that's something we're trying to do a lot with our younger generation and, and see where it takes them in, in years to come. I agree. All right, so moving on from that, how important is international tournament experience for future high-performance players? You were just traveling all around the world with some of our JTCC players. How important is the international exposure for them? I think it's huge. I I think it depends, you know, what, what are the objectives and what we're trying to do with our players, even the younger players, is to make sure they understand that the exposure and the experience is bigger than anything. Yeah, results could be great, mm-hmm. but it's not the main objective at the younger ages. We want them to be exposed to different cultures, different game styles, different mentalities. See what, what the rest of the field are doing. Sometimes it's very easy to get caught up when you stay in your own bubble. So it's really, really important to open your mind and you know, see what the guy from South Korea is doing or the guy from Greece is doing and, and just get ideas because at the end of the war at the end of the day you keep on learning. You learn from other people, you learn from your own experiences, good or bad and I think it's really, really important to get the idea and the experience of traveling, being a little bit on your own, handling adversity, handling different situations. And it, it's everything is part of the process of growing and kind of molding into a grown-up athlete. And what is your opinion regarding top high-performance players training and competing more together here in the U.S.? I think it could be great. It will give the players a great opportunity to feed off each other mix up their training, um, exchange ideas. So similar with what I said with traveling overseas, 
I just think it's important, you know, the U.S. is a huge country. It's almost the same size as the whole continent of Europe, if not bigger. Right. So I think it's really, really important to see what the guy from Indiana is doing if, if you live in D.C. or if you live in California to see, yeah, they meet each other on, on a competitive base, but I think it's important to train with each other. And, and by nature, if, if you see your your peer or someone that you compete against getting X result and it's by nature it's gonna tell it's gonna force you to think, hey, if he's getting there, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be able to get there as well. So I think it it could be great. I don't know, it's not so easy to do logistically. Yeah. But I think it could be great and the players and the coaches could benefit a lot from it. Absolutely. Um so on a different note, what is the parents' role in the journey of young high performance players? The parents' role is is super important in my opinion. I think like every relationship, the balance is really important. I I like to to draw it or to describe it as a triangle Mm -hmm. where you have the player in one corner and the parents and the coach. And I think it has to be a synergy with all, you know, the corners of of the triangle. I think it's really important for the player and the coach to feel the support from the parents, to feel that they care. Mm -hmm. But as I said earlier, to feel that there is a balance, that not everything is about results. Mm -hmm. Down the road, the coach and the player, they need to know that the parents is there regardless and that there is a belief or a buying into a long-term process because it takes a long, long time to develop an athlete in any field. So I think one of the things I've, I've been witnessing, and, and that's all over the world, that some of the parents, they're a little bit impatient yeah. and that reflects on the whole triangle, whether mm-hmm. it's the player or the, you know, the coach. So it's really important you know, that each one of the, the corners know exactly what, what the objective is and what is part of the, you know, the the formula, I would say. Absolutely. So here at JTCC, we have a mantra, trust your training. What does that mean to you? And what do you hope it speaks to our high performance players when they hear that? Every time that I hear that, the slogan, I, I, I have a smile. I'm smiling because <laughs> I think it's it's an amazing slogan. And, and you know, I'm, I'm laughing because last year we were in Australia and one of the players was facing a really, really difficult moment. And I couldn't think of anything better than just looking at him and say, trust your training, because I, th- I think it yeah. means a lot. It's everything you go through, the good, the bad, the great days, the, the rough days, you know, mm-hmm. the emotionals, the success, the failures, it's it's everything you do. And, and it goes back to what I spoke earlier, it's, it's a process. You learn from every experience. I think it's a really strong message, and hopefully we can get our players and parents and, you know, everyone that is involved to buy into it. But I think it's a really, really meaningful slogan. Well, thank you, Asaf. That was some really great insight. Thanks again for being here. Please don't forget to look for JTCC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And please subscribe to the podcast to be notified when a new episode is up. I'm Nicole Panka, and thank you for tuning in.